It's good. It sucked. It's meh. Everyone has an opinion, but only I have the balls to tell you the truth as I see it. You want to know how good a movie really is? Well, sit back, kick your feet up, because you're about to witness a common man's review. Let's get this mother started out right as another past and present movie review episode begins now. What's up, it's your boy Enigma back with another past and present review episode. And today I'm going to talk about the, I guess, the limited series Griselda on Netflix. So the funny thing about Netflix is they've dabbled into the cartel business, as we know from Narcos and Narcos Mexico, which were both exceptional shows. I love those shows to death. I didn't know anything about Griselda, which was funny until it popped up on a YouTube ad. So YouTube, your ad got me, just FYI. Now I'm a notorious person of just clicking the little skip button on YouTube, but for some reason this one caught my attention and I was like, okay, I didn't know anything about this. Um, they showed the Griselda series that it was premiering and you know, I like those, the narco series. So I figured why not? Let me go ahead and take a dabble at Griselda. Now, I was sad to see that it was only a limited series, so basically, it's only five episodes. I'm sorry, six episodes. And so, I figured, how are we going to get through all of that in six episodes? Now, I am no expert in Griselda Blanco by any means necessary, okay? But there was a lot I thought they were going to talk about. Like, I've seen different documentaries back in the days, and I've forgotten a lot about it. So, it was interesting to see, you know, the uh, godmother here to see exactly what happened in her life and how they were going to actually portray her. And so, the series starts as Griselda is basically trying to get out of Medellin after killing her husband. And so she moves to Miami. She stole a brick of cocaine and she was trying to sell that. And there's a whole big mess that goes on with that. But eventually she does cut a deal with one of the major uh, dealers out in Miami. And so she sets it up to where a bunch of these prostitutes from Medellin come over to Miami with the coke in their um, bras, these little pouches that she created to smuggle the drugs into the U.S. And she becomes a big player. Um, she has beef with another local dealer and they bump heads throughout the um, first couple episodes, few episodes, whatever. And eventually she has no choice but to kind of pull back she created a market that the other people weren't looking at which were the rich white yuppies and when she created that market and she had dealers working for her everything was fine until one of the cartels decides hey i'm taking over now they offer her 15 million to walk away which in hindsight she probably should have took <laughs> but she's defiant like i've built this this is mine so what she does is she recruits a bunch of Cubans as her army and then she goes to war basically with the cartel, just grabbing their drugs and not allowing anybody to sell anything. So eventually the cartel bends to her will. She wanted to be the main person in Miami and after taking out her competition, it really made sense to just go through with her and they did. Now it did cost her her associate uh, Arturo, who was one of her most trusted folks they killed him in um, retaliation for messing with her but they gave her what she wanted which is to be the main hub 
for cocaine in Miami. So she's now a big timer. She's basically making all the money. Her and everybody around her are making cash. And she's being chased by the police and the feds and everything. So there's a lot going on throughout the series. Initially, nobody wants to believe that there is a woman narco out there selling that type of weight and having that type of power. But eventually, the uh, police officer is able to convince a another squad that yes she does exist and now their eyes are on her and it's hard for them to really touch her but she becomes paranoid when she starts to think that there's a snitch in her outfit i mean she's killing people left and right for no particular reason and it's funny because there was no snitch in the outfit the uh, police officer actually broke the code and figured out where all her safe houses were based off of that so she's paranoid she's making mistake after mistake her now new husband is telling her the same thing and she's losing her mind uh, <laughs> you know and she's also starting to use and one of the things about Griselda is she's powerful she starts to use things and now she starts to make a lot of different mistakes and just like any other drug story you get to see the downfall with her it was her paranoia and her using drugs and then at the end she finds herself on the hit list for the cartel again after um, one of the cartel's um, wives was accidentally killed and she knew she was going to take the blame for it so she's on the run again and they, knowing that they were coming for her she eventually just sets it up to where she's arrested by the police and she thinks everything's fine um her most trusted hitman, he's also arrested and he testifies against her. But before it can go to trial, he actually has this sex scandal, <laughs> this phone sex scandal with people in the DA's office, which makes him an unreliable witness now. So they can't use him. So she's still charged with possession and um, intent to distribute. I believe she got like 13 years or something like that. Um, right when on the, she was on the cusp of being released from jail, um, three of her four sons were actually murdered. And from what the police officer told her is they were essentially waiting to, she was about to be released because they know it would hurt more. Um, her youngest though was actually, um, living in uh, Medellin with her ex-husband's uh, mother. And they give us the little scene at the end that shows that she was assassinated in 2012 after walking out of a butcher shop um, after being sent back to Medellin so that's pretty much the story obviously they had a whole bunch of different storylines and things like that but as you know I'm not going to touch base on everything so first of all I I don't know this this series I'm not going to sit here and say that it was bad but it really just left me wanting more and I had to fact check the hell out of this because from what I remember on certain documentaries and things like that uh Griselda was much more ruthless than they really showed her in this so and I have never seen this movie so you know if this isn't true um don't take it out on me but for what I understand with the Gotti movie the one that had John Travolta they tried to make him a sympathetic character, from what I understand. And that's what a lot of people didn't like about it. We all know John Gotti was a psychopath and a killer and et cetera, et cetera. But they tried to make him sympathetic in the eyes of the viewer in the actual movie. Again, I never seen it, but that's what I heard. And I can see how that would take away from the movie because I think they did the same thing with Griselda. They tried to make her seem like the victim on a lot of stages here. And then they tried to make it seem like she was actually remorseful for some of the things she did. 
I don't think she was, you know, based off of the documentaries and things that I've seen in the past, she was just ruthless. She didn't care. She was just that bad. I mean, she had to be because a woman narco surviving in a world full of men, she has to be just that more ruthless. But they tried to make her seem remorseful throughout the series. And I didn't buy that. I didn't like that. I think it took away from the storyline. You know, there were certain times where she actually was uh, ruthless about certain things. But for most of the show, it just made it look like that she was just you know, remorseful. For example, when they killed um, the witness, she killed the witness for one of the other dealers in order to get him on her side. And then he ends up getting arrested anyway. And she's like, I just killed these people for nothing. You know, like she really was affected by that. And then there was the accidental uh, shooting where uh, the two-year-old was shot in the uh, car. It was a missed hit on her on uh, his father, and she seemed like she was kind of stressed out about that. I don't know if she ever was. And again, they may know more than I do. I mean, one of the police officers, the one who played the uh, main uh, police officer, June Hawkins, the real June Hawkins was actually one of the people that actually advised on the show. So maybe she knows more than I do, obviously. But I don't know. They just made Griselda seem sort of weak. <laughs> I'm not going to say weak, but just like she just, you know, was more sympathetic than she really should have been. Um, the story itself is not too bad. Now, the first episode, I'm going to tell you, I actually thought this was a parody. So when Griselda leaves and goes to Miami, she has a brick that she smuggled into the U.S. and she's trying to sell it. This guy steals it from her. And he he was like a character. You know what I'm saying? And what was so funny when I was watching this, you cannot tell me that that does not look like Hispanic Lumberg from Office Space. I literally thought that was the dude who played Lumberg in Office Space that was just tanned down just to be Hispanic. It, it took me a minute to realize that wasn't him. But I actually looked at it and I was like, this is a mockery. His whole character was a mockery. And it seemed like they were going for a mockery type story initially. And I was kind of like, oh, what is this? What is this that I'm agreeing to watch here? I mean, it didn't make sense to me. It just, it came off as comical. I mean, she got her dope back and she ends up making the deal. And the people ends up stealing the you know dope and the whole uh, you know situation there. But that first episode had me concerned because that I really didn't first couple episodes. I really didn't understand what they were trying to do, what the concept was. Um, another thing I didn't like about this show is the score. It was, I don't know if they were trying to do a whole Tony Montana score, you know, Scarface score. But the score was just whack. I don't know. It just took me out of the show at times when it came on. And normally a score really wouldn't affect my viewing abilities, but some about this one, it just didn't seem good. You know, it's like they skimped on the, the, uh, budget for <laughs> the score and I really didn't care for it. And it took me out of it. Every time it came on it, I don't know. Like I said, I think they were trying to go for a Scarface type score. I mean, she did, uh, have a army of Colombians or whatever, but I don't know the score that they played throughout the, uh, six episodes. It just took me out of it for some reason. Um, I did some fact checking on a lot of this stuff and they got a lot of it right, but I think they left a lot of it out too. You know, she was way more vicious than they showed in the show. And that's one of the biggest concerns 
that I had watching it. It was like they were trying to, you know, hold it back. Like I said earlier, you know, it was mainly watered down. But some of the facts that they got right and wrong and some of the things I didn't agree with them showing. Um, the whole June Hawkins character, they even said, I read somewhere where at the end, you know how June visits her in jail to let her know that her son's had been killed. For what I understand, that did not happen. The director said it was a total fabrication, but what they wanted to do was follow this, this, I guess, tone that they wanted to make about it being womanhood. And, you know, when you start to do things like that, you start to make stupid mistakes. Because I remember when I was watching that scene, I'm like, why would June be the one to go tell her that her sons were killed? That didn't make sense to me. And then after reading some of these websites about it, that's what I found out. So, you know, it was all fabricated. It was stupid. A scene shouldn't have happened just so they can, you know, womanhood, I guess. But they really, I guess the whole thing is you have two different sides of the law. You have um, Griselda, who is the obviously the narco, who smokes a hell of a lot, by the way. She, I'm surprised she didn't die from cancer. And you have her trying to fit in in a world full of guys and the guys don't respect her enough and she rises to the top. And then on the other side with the laws, you have June Hawkins and she also isn't respected as a detective. They just kind of toss her theories and stuff on the side. And then eventually she rises up to be able to be the one to break the case and take um Griselda down so you have two parallels and I guess that's the theme that they were going for it makes no sense to me I think it was stupid I thought it was just ridiculous to just have that scene there and then to say that her sons were killed you know just before she gets out just to make it hurt more for what I understand it didn't really happen that way but it is what it is um another thing that I read as far as the fact like she killed three husbands okay they didn't show the first husband in the show so the one she killed at the beginning of the show was her second husband and then of course she ends up having dario uh killed to get her uh, youngest son and smuggle him out and all of that stuff so you know they left a lot of gaps in certain things so a woman who would kill her husband I just don't get it. I just don't get it how they're not showing how ruthless she is. Like this party scene where she pulls a gun out on people and forces them to have sex. That is actually based on some real stuff of what I read. Like she loved orgies and things like that. They didn't really show that. They just showed it as a response to her being high, you know, smoking crack casually at a party which i thought was hilarious and you know this was just shown as a scene that happened and this was stuff that she really did and that's why the series i think falls short is maybe they only had a budget for six episodes you know they did narcos they took their time to develop you know pablo escobar and then the other cartels the cali cartels and all that type of stuff they took the time to actually make this. And I think they should have taken the time to make this. They just wanted to say, hey, six episodes, let's knock it out. 
There's a lot about this character that we really didn't get to see that would have showed her ruthlessness, but instead, they're making a show to show womanhood, to show a female rising in the ranks, and I know I feel like a hypocrite because I actually wrote a book like this, um, not with the um, cartels, but um, my first uh, published book, Nola Street Tales, is similar as a female who's in the drug game trying to rise and get the respect of the men, and so I get all of that. But then you have the parallel thing with uh, June Hawkins, and clearly that really happened as well because she was an advisor of the show. But, you know, to really fabricate it and you said, you know, the tone we're writing about is womanhood, it kind of ruins it for me because you're trying to set this tone between two parallel characters. And it's about Griselle that we don't really see that much of June Hawkins in the show. I mean, we see enough of her, but not enough to where... It's a paralleled thing with Griselda. You know what I'm saying? I think they should have taken this the time either to do this for 10 episodes to give us a lot more uh, background on Griselda. Because, again, you know, she was ruthless. She did a lot of things that was just she killed. They said it's estimated that she's had she's killed or had killed over 250 people, allegedly. That's a lot of people, okay? The stuff we've seen in the show, we didn't even see, you know, nowhere close to that. And I get it. Time constraints. We only have six episodes. We got to tell the story we want to tell. I think Netflix dropped the ball on this. They needed a bigger budget in order to flesh this character out or give her, you know, I don't want to feel sorry for it. That's how they wanted you to feel. You know, she's locked up in jail and her son's dying. I mean, one of them was a prick. I think it was Dixon. That was her son who started to, you know, started a lot of her downfall. He was a prick. Okay. I didn't really have any sympathy for any of the kids. Um, Uber, I believe was her oldest. And even then, you know, they, they really didn't stick with you. They, they were just kind of there. They would show up just to remind the viewers, hey, she has kids, and they kind of drop, fall back. So one part that I did like, which I think was the tensest moment in the show, was when her husband, the one that she killed um, when the show began, her husband's brother went to look for her because he wants revenge. That's why they were running. They find out... Um, that she's in Miami, and then him and Dario go to Miami. They're there to take out Griselda. And you had a tense moment. They set this whole moment up that Griselda told her oldest son about the gun, and if she need, if they need to use it, he knows where it's at. And so she didn't want to die in front of her kids, so her husband's brother takes her into the, the other room, kind of taunts her, and he's trying to choke her, and then... The oldest son uh, breaks out of Dario's uh, grasp and he goes into the room and he pulls out the gun. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, he's going to be the one to pull out the trigger and kill this dude. But he doesn't. Dario gets there just in a moment. The um, husband's brother orders Dario to execute the kid. And it was a tense moment there. Now, we knew Griselda would survive this because I knew how she would actually die. And plus, it was like the second episode. <laughs> so you knew she was going to survive this. I, I thought her son, like, I didn't know the history of her son. So I said, whoa, is he going to get killed here? And that was really the only tense moment that I really had in the show. And, you know, when Dario, of course, ends up killing the husband's brother and becomes the bodyguard for Griselda and eventually the husband. And then he, of course, himself ends up getting killed as they try to sneak 
Michael Corleone away. I couldn't believe they actually named their child that. That was hilarious. I had to fact check that too. And yes, they did name their youngest child Michael Corleone, which is hilarious. But um, yeah, I mean, th th like I said, th this show didn't have too much of that in there. They didn't really have a lot of moments that were just like, oh my God. I mean, the when the uh, cartel attacked her fam, her not her family, but her um, prostitutes and chopped all their heads off. You know, that's the type of stuff cartels do. And so that was kind of vicious. And I've read where Griselda's done a lot of stuff like that. But again, none of that was really shown on there. Matter of fact, the whole point when um, Griselda lets the Cuban guy go and kill her main rival, that happened differently. There was just a lot of things that just didn't happen the way it was in real life. And then there was some of the things that you were just shocked to see, like the whole Michael Corleone thing. I'm like, okay, I didn't know that was a thing. And then her pulling a gun out, having uh, people have sex at gunpoint. That's happened at least once that people talked about. And they said she loved orgies. Um, they really didn't talk about that part of it. But, you know, she just was flipping out because of the drugs at her husband's party. Um, you know, there, there was just a lot that went on in, that I thought they could have really talked about that they didn't. So I am a little disappointed in the series. So overall, as you can tell, I didn't have too much you know, really good to say about it. I mean, if this is your first introduction to Griselda, you can watch it and get some of the ba basic things about it, but I implore you to watch some of the documentaries about her and you will see what I'm talking about. Um, you know, they talk about a lot of more, a lot more of the ruthless stuff that she did. And I think that'll be a better watch than this. It was a bad attempt i'll just be honest with you i mean the actress who played her she was okay but you could tell that it wasn't really her that was a problem it really was just the direction and the writing i mean you know she did the best she could with what she had to work with uh the characters like dario and um june they were pretty good as far as i can remember uh rivi he was one of the Hitmen that worked for Griselda. Um, he was a good character. Uh, Carmen, who was a made-up person or a character that was, I guess, multiple people that actually helped Griselda, you know, in real life. So she wasn't a real person. She was just a composite of multiple characters, but she was okay. I mean, I really didn't have any issues with the acting outside of the uh, Lumberg <laughs> Hispanic Lumberg at the beginning. Um, you know, the acting wasn't bad. It's just the story was just not good. And I see people, you know, they're giving it a some positive reviews on there. And I get it. You know, it's Netflix. It was positive. But based off of the character. Now, if this was just a fictional character, I would probably have a lot different uh, review of it. Uh, a big different <laughs> difference in review if it was a just a fictitious thing because if this was just all fictitious i would say it was entertaining because it was good you know it gave us a lot of things that showed the main character as being remorseful at times but also ruthless when she needed to be it showed a lot of things dealing with her family her sons and the tragicness that happened at the end so if this was a fic fictional character I would say that this was a very good show. It was entertaining. It was fun. But because it's Griselda, Blanco, 
a real character in a real world that's been documented before, this is why I just did not like it because I just thought it was, you know, they just left too much out and it was just corny at times. And then it, I don't know, it, it just, it didn't work for me. You know, did I learn anything new about watching this? Yeah, a couple of things. Yes. And of course, like I said, I had to fact check everything just to make sure. But um, yeah, I learned a lot of things, including that line at the beginning. That's This is what really drove me. <laughs> the second I saw this, I said, I'm going to have to fact check the hell out of this. And it's the first line when the show premieres. It talks about Pablo Escobar saying that I've only feared one man, and that man is Griselda Blanco. I'm like, oh, come on now. They're trying to make her seem like too much of a badass. But apparently this was an actual line that was said by Pablo Escobar. So, you know, but that should tell you right there how ruthless and just crazy this woman was. And I just don't think we got enough of that. I mean, yeah, toward the end, you got her being high on drugs and then the quote unquote accidental death of one of the cartel um, guy's wife for some reason that was put in there. I mean, was it accidental or did she do it on purpose? Who knows in real life? I don't even know if it happened in real life because I didn't read anywhere where this actually happened. So, you know, it is what it is. But overall, yeah, I just wasn't satisfied with it. I just think that six episodes wasn't enough. It wasn't that good of a show. And, you know, for a place like netflix who has done narcos exceptionally they could have done better with this but i think this was just a quick view grab they didn't care they didn't put forth the effort and this is what we ended up with so what are your thoughts have you watched griselda all six episodes did you think it was entertaining as always leave your thoughts in the comments below and if you want to check out any of my creative work including that nola street tales which has a similar storyline um as far as a female trying to raise up in the drug industry you can hit me up at www.enigmakid.com that's www.enigmakid.com it's your boy enigma signing off deuces